Hey, Degens, it is Thursday, September 21st. Panther has his NCAA football week four bets. We've got Thursday night football, and yeah, still betting baseball. Go Tigers. Fuck the Cubs. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Zex Panther. Panther had a little bit of an influx to our Discord yesterday because of a Reddit post. Here you go. Someone went to a sports gambling uh, Reddit uh, forum said, uh, this is Gallery Corpse over there saying, I am personally in a DGen Discord called The Asylum. They do a daily podcast show Monday through Friday that I find pretty entertaining, and the members in the channel have a great attitude and overall is a good, fun environment. So yes, it is a daily podcast Monday through Friday that we record here in the Discord. And then in the main Asylum chat, we also talk about sports and sports betting. And that's what we do around here, Panther. It is what we do around here. And sometimes I put in that little caveat in a post I put yesterday. If you want to talk fast cars and hot women, we kind of give that a pass as well. But, yeah, we were thrown for a loop yesterday as, you know, these uh, new degenerates just kind of popped in unannounced. Didn't know where they I. It was such a trigger warning that I called you, which I'm. We're going to get back to that in a minute. I'm not even in your fucking phone. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. You know, I, st- I started writing it. I was like, oh, I got this random call from Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I was like, oh, it must be Panther. I'm like, I'm not going to mention that because then people are going to know that he's not in my phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not in Max's phone. But uh, yeah, so I call. And I'm like, are we getting spammed? Are we getting trolled? What the hell's going on here? And, and while I'm messaging him, we're like just more and more of these degenerates show up and it's I, I, I okay with there's this thing called going viral and by all means this is not going viral but for my purposes for our purposes this is the biggest day of the degeneracy and people you know joining the asylum joining our discord channel and hopefully listening to our podcast so max i'm driving it's dark it's rainy it's trafficy it's roll call time. You want to go through the new DJs? Yeah, I'll listen. I'll read through the names. A couple of them have interacted already and appreciative of, of you coming by and uh, hope you hope you do, um, you know, stick around and interact and so forth. And uh, yeah, you know, we, we have a fun time around here. So uh, that, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I know. You know, my wife, my wife is on Reddit and I've I've not been on reddit before so you know she actually found this post <laughs> for me <laughs> saying oh yeah here, here's here's the the kind person that posted about you so here's everyone that came over skill shot wda pack operator z gauge two tw- uh, tw- 2023 and Carson and yeah I, I can never say that uh, the baseball player's name in, in carson in carson there you go Spicy Chorizo, Infinity Pool, uh, Mr. Miyagi82, who has now sadly left the Discord because I tagged everyone at, apparently, he's he's an hour, it's, it's like 5.35, so he was not appreciative of getting tagged at, at that early in the morning, let him know that we're recording, even though I gave fair warning yesterday that we recorded 6.30, so sorry, Mr. Miyagi82, for bouncing. Uh, the Korean Mang, Hank Buxley, Volcom597. Uh, Eyes of the Weird, Guests, Degen Wolf, Jareel, Y. Eng Eduardo, Athenry, uh, Trikery, 
Stimpax, CR Max, Buck Nasty. Love Buck Nasty. There you go. DZ and C0872. So there you go. Uh, how many? How many? Did I, say? I said like 23. 23. Now, now 22. Yeah. Because someone, someone's already leaving. Uh, welcome. Welcome, everyone. There you go, Panther. I did the roll call. Oh, man. Glad to have you guys here. Hope you've uh, enjoyed your little visit yesterday with the DGENs and, and talking sports. It, it looks like they talk even, you know, soccer and uh, all overseas stuff. There's all kinds. Of, and, and this is the place for it because, fuck, we talk, we talk everything in here. But really, we our focus on this show is the big three plus one. Uh, I love me some college football, and today we're going to cover the college football games. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games that we're going to cover. They did not bombard me this week like they did last week. Looks like there was only one game that got requested, and we will get to that one. But we're going to start up north. We don't say that name around here. We don't. We just address them as the team up north or sometimes call them derogatory names i will address them as the wolverines coach jim harbaugh is back on the sideline this week after serving a three-game suspension and the Rutgers scarlet knights listen max i know you don't follow college football but new jersey Rutgers, the undefeated three and oh Rutgers scarlet knights are going to ann arbor to take on the wolverines and they're getting 24 points I really have not been that impressed with what I've seen out of the maze and blue. They go out there and they beat up on a bunch of nobodies. Rutgers, for their part, usually qualifies as a nobody, but their offense has been putting up numbers, and I find this 24 points to be a little disrespectful. I'm going to take those 24 points and put a unit on your, I'm assigning you a college football team, your Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Don't assign me Rutgers. It ain't going to happen, man. Listen, I just, I know so many people that went to Rutgers and I just wasn't one of them. Um, Yeah, I mean, on the surface, yeah, it seems like a lot of points. It's, uh, you know, uh, Greg Schiano prepares well. You know, he he didn't prepare well in the NFL, but yeah, he prepares well for college. Um, It's hard. Listen, I, I th- I think Michigan gets it done. I think Michigan probably covers. So I'd probably lean Michigan in that one. I think you just wanted to say that word three times, knowing I would not say it in my whole monologue. Next game up, Oklahoma hitting the road, going against the Cincinnati Bearcats. Technically, this is a Big 12 matchup because the Bearcats joined the Big 12 this year. Realistically, it doesn't really count because Oklahoma's leaving next year. For the SEC, Oklahoma's been trouncing opponents in the early season, and the Bearcats, who I've liked over the last few years, not as much. This isn't your Luke Fickle Bearcats. There's kind of a rebuild here uh, as they have to try and get the recruiting back in there with Luke Fickle gone. Um, Desmond Ryder's the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons now. So there's a little bit of a learning curve for this Bearcats. So I think the Sooners go into Cincinnati and take care of business. Now, the line is 14 and a half. I'm inclined to buy that down and just get rid of that hook and lay the 14 and put my money on the Sooners. Yeah, I'm trying to find the uh, what, what's happening in this one. Um, 
let's see. The sharp money seems to be on Cincinnati here, just as a heads up. Uh, but it's close. I mean, it's not like overwhelming. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is 16% difference between the money and the public. So uh, it seems like the sharps like Cincinnati in that one. Yeah, well, last time I bet Oklahoma and late the points, they did not cover. So maybe it's just if they don't cover here, I might be done with the Sooners. <laughs> Next game up. This was uh, requested by one of the DGENs. I'm not sure who it was. Might have been Mr. Fitted. Um, but Deion Sanders, Colorado, at Oregon. They're, uh, the networks are doing the Buffaloes a disservice. Once again, we've got a West Coast game being played early on. It's a 2.30 Eastern time game, which makes it 11.30 in the morning out West. That's still better than 10 a.m. that they had to do uh, a couple weeks ago. But I digress. This is still an early game that they normally don't do for these West Coast games. These West Coast games are usually 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, shit, most of the time, 10 o'clock. Um, so this, this is – Dion hasn't brought it up. Colorado's not complaining about it. They're getting the coverage. They want the coverage. But here they are going against the Oregon Ducks who have been a pretty dominant fixture in the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever they are, for the last um, damn near a decade now. But they're laying 21 points. And against the Buffaloes and Deion Sanders, I just think that's too many. I know they're going to be without Travis Hunter. They're all-world, modern-day Dion who plays both sides of the ball and returns kicks. But Shador Sanders, Dion's son, who plays quarterback, this kid's good. He's a gunslinger. They're going to throw the ball 40 or 50 times if need be. I think 21 points is too many. I'll take the 21 points and put a sprinkle, a little pixie dust and a unit on these Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, I can't say that there's a huge uh, data sampling here, but you can, you know, everyone's excited. Everyone thinks that this Colorado team is, is, you know, uh, really, really good. And, I don't know, man. I think maybe this week's a wake-up call. Maybe this is the week that the bottom falls out a little bit. Not to say that their season's going to fall apart here, but the competition's a little, you know, I mean, uh, week one was pretty tough, and they, and they ended up winning that one, right? <laughs> so I can't say that they've had zero competition so far. This could be one that um, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they, 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 Get a little uh, uh, stomped here. Uh, they're going to be without one of their best uh, offensive players, of course, for a few weeks now. So uh, we'll see how they react to that. I'd probably lean Oregon in this one. All right, next game up, Ole Miss hitting the road, going to Tuscaloosa to take out the Alabama Crimson Tide. These spoiled brats that are Crimson Tide fans, you guys have been so accustomed to just success. It just oozes out of your pores that one fucking loss and you're calling for Nick Saban's head. You're calling for the wrong head. The head is Tommy Reese. If you want to blame Nick Saban for anything, it's for bringing in Tommy Reese. And as a diehard Notre Damer and the, the, the D-Gens that have been around for a long time know I am a Golden Domer homer, we were not blood hurt over Tommy Reese leaving, nor were we all that sore about Tyler Buckner leaving. That's your offensive coordinator, that's your starting quarterback, and that's your problem. And now you're laying six and a half at home, and I'm sorry. Until Alabama proves that they can get this ship straightened out, 
this isn't the offensive juggernaut that you've seen over the last decade plus. I have to take a good Ole Miss Rebel team plus six and a half. And don't be shocked if the Rebels actually win this game. I'm not burying Alabama, but damn it, you're going to have to prove me wrong at some point. Alabama does not look like who they were before. Nick Saban may, may need to take over the offensive calling duties. But Alabama is in a bit of a pickle, and I'm putting my money on the Ole Miss Rebels. I think the money line's actually a pretty good option. I'm going to pull that up and see what that would be uh, here for, for uh, because I think you're right. I think that th- this is absolutely um, an opportunity for Ole Miss to to outright win this one. Uh, definitely cover. I, I like that that play, but um, we're plus two thirty on the money line. Probably not as much value as I would want out of that, but still a pretty good payout. Um, not terrible, but yeah, I, I, I definitely take the points with, with Ole Miss here. All right, next game up, the University of North Carolina is hitting the road, going to take on the Pitt Panthers. I, I don't know if you follow the names that much, or you, you, you're going to want to know this name for the NFL draft coming up, but the name is Drake May. He's the starting quarterback for the Tar Heels. He pretty much would have been a first-rounder had he come out this year. He came back, want to make another run at it. The North Carolina Tar Heels are one of the highest scoring, best offenses in the league. Problem is, they've been one of the poorest defenses in college football for quite a while. Now, they've shown flashes of trying to at least get to average. I don't think they're going to get to good, but they might get to average. And with this offense, average probably is good enough. At seven and a half, I think it's kind of gift. That's a kind of a gift. I really think North Carolina will cover it. That said, I'm going to buy it down to the even seven just because I hate hooks on prime numbers. So give me the Tar Heels minus the seven um, uh, for 10 bucks or 25 bucks. Yeah, I, it, it seems like um, the money and the public both on pit here doesn't. I don't think that that really indicates much because uh, you know the, there's no real indication of where the sharps are in this one uh, this game is saturday right so we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye out on uh how that moves maybe uh, may maybe the, there is a chance that this gets a little bit better for unc actually um so you want you want to buy it down to the seven right minus the minus seven yeah yeah, I, it might get down to minus seven on its own by Saturday, just by where the money and the public are hitting in this one. So, uh, I think I think UNC is the play here. Uh, the money and public seem to say Pitt. Next game up, the USC Trojans hitting the road, taking on the Arizona State Sun Devils. USC trots out the more than likely Heisman winner. I really haven't heard anybody's name but Caleb, Caleb Williams, the quarterback for the Trojans, going against an Arizona State team that just isn't very good. They haven't been good for a while. They weren't very good even when the Herminator was the head coach, and they're still not very good. They're getting 35 points, and dare I say, that's not enough. I think the Trojans go in there and bitch slap them to oblivion. I'll lay the 35 and put my money on the Trojans. Yeah, the slightest of sharp money is on Arizona State here. I don't know if it's a flyer play or or, or what. You know, um, I guess not a flyer play because you just be, yeah, you're not betting the money line here. So, um, yeah, sharps like Arizona State. I think this is one that USC probably covers. 
Last game up, the game of the day. The game of the weekend, who knows, could possibly be the game of the year. We won't know that until after it's played. The Ohio State Buckeyes will hit the road, take on my Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Last year, the Fighting Irish went into the horseshoe and actually played the Buckeyes pretty tough in what was a defensive battle. I don't think we're going to get a defensive battle this time. The Ohio State Buckeyes started the season pretty slow against the Indiana Hoosiers. Since then, they've kind of found their stride on the offensive side of the ball. Notre Dame, with their quarterback transfer, Sam Hartman, coming over from Wake Forest, has been consistently putting up 40 points every game they go out there. I think they put up 40 points again. Problem is, it might not be enough. This is going to be the toughest contest for both these teams. I like both these teams, but in reality, Ohio State just gets better players. Damn those freaking standards that Notre Dame has with their academics. There's just some players that they can't get. And at the end of the day, Ohio State's just got better skill players. I think three points, Ohio State can cover it. It pains me to the very core, but I try to be a smart better at the same time. I'm putting my money on the Ohio State Buckeyes, but this is one I will gladly lose. Go Irish. I think you might gladly lose this one, man. I I honestly think, uh, you know, as my expert NCAA football opinion, Panther, which you know I'm an expert in NCAA. I, I, I know everything about this. I would say that Notre Dame uh, has a chance to win this one. I, I, I really think that this is a not a winnable game. I'm not going to say it's a winnable game. I think it's just one that they could win. I think this is a better offense that you've seen from Notre Dame. I think it's it's they're able to put up some points and they're you know they're at home, which again I you know Ohio I guess Ohio State fans could travel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, but you, you'd imagine that's mostly going to be golden domers there, right? And 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 so I I, w- I would lead Notre Dame in this one, my opinion. Yeah, I want to watch this one so bad that I actually turned down a chance to go to the game. I was invited to go to the game by my uncle who works for Notre Dame, and I turned it down because I don't want to sit in the same damn seat with a bunch of drunkards. I want to see the replays. I want to bitch at the referees. I want to see it. So I'll be at the casino where, coincidentally, the Ohio State Buckeyes (laughs) will be. That's where they they stay is at the casino that I go to. So looking forward to this game, looking forward to the festivities. But that is it for college football, Max. All right, with that, we will take a quick break. After that, we do have Thursday night football and some baseball. Stay tuned. This is the story of the Wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are back, possibly never even left you. Okay, Thursday Night Football, we got the New York Giants traveling all the way out to California on a short week. Let's take the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Kyle Shanahan was bemoaning about the lack of preparation on these Thursday Night Games. 
expect base offenses, base defenses, especially this early is what week three now. Uh, you know, the, the offenses and defenses are still settling in. Through two games, San Francisco's looked dominant. They've looked absolutely outstanding. Their offense has been clicking. Their defense has been doing well, too. Uh, they did struggle a little bit with the Rams, a little bit of a speed bump compared to their week one dominance over the Steelers. As for the Giants, of course, they got blown out in week one by Dallas, got blown out in the first half by Arizona before coming from uh, that deficit to win that game. Line currently sits at San Francisco minus 10 and a half. Panther, where are you in this game? Well, I listen, I can't talk about Thursday night games without talking about and bitching about the scheduling. I just don't get the schedule makers. This is horrible. The Giants were just on the road in Arizona. Now they're on the road in San Francisco. I wonder if they even went back home. Like, I probably would have called this a vacation. I don't know. But I just would have stayed out west. I don't know if they did or not. But the, the scheduling that they do with these Thursday night games is so fucking bad. It pains me to the very core. We did our DGen ranks yesterday. We got San Francisco at number one. We had the Giants down in the bottom five. Now, I really don't think they're one of the bottom five teams. But of the first two games, they belonged there. But they righted the ship in the second half of the Arizona game. It's a short week. They're still on the road. But I think that maybe gets them focused. They finished on a positive note. They finished on a high note. They don't have to deal with wife and kids and whatever at home. They're on the road. It's a business trip. Ten and a half. I mean, this seems obvious, but I'm not there. I think the Giants are ultra competitive tonight. And they keep it a low-scoring game. They're going to lose, but I think they, keep the, they cover that ten and a half. Give me the Giants plus the points. I'm on the opposite side here. I think on the short week, um, the the San Francisco 49ers offense is just going to be, you know, way, way much better than the Giants offense and their defense is going to be better too. Uh, I have the Niners covering this game by about 12 points. I'm Giants got to prove me wrong. I, I think, I think San Francisco rolls in this one on the short week at home. Uh, the bright lights of Amazon, because everyone likes to watch these games on Amazon. I, I'm going to bet the Niners here. What about the total here? 44 for the total. I Skewing the under a little bit. like It's almost like a push. 44. So we got a game at 10.5. 34. Drop that in half. 17. 27 to 17 is what they're saying. I think we're over that. I think we're over that. I, I do like the 49ers defense, but this team, the Giants, can score. And they're going to have to throw the ball with no Saquon Barkley. I don't think they're going to trust Brita to carry the rock, you know, 20, 25, 30 times. Daniel Jones is going to throw the ball. And if they fall behind by two scores, they're going to have to throw the ball. I think we're going to see some scoring here. Wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco even gets into the 30s. But uh, I, I like the over. All right. That does it for Thursday Night Football. Uh, not a huge slate of baseball today. Where are you at? Where are we starting? I don't like any of the baseball today, but I wrote down two of them just to appease the degenerates. We're going to start off in St. Louis where the Milwaukee Brewers are going into quicksand and falling into a trap. How the fuck, Max, how are the St. Louis Cardinals a favorite at home with Miles Mikolas on the mound going against Wade Miley? I don't get it. I absolutely do not get it. The Cardinals have lost the last two. They won the first game, and that game was one to zero. 
Their offense isn't producing, and Miles Mikolas is a softball thrower. He just serves up donuts for people to hit yard. I don't get this line. I, it's a trap. It's, I admit it's a trap. But when have I been afraid of a trap? Give me the Brewers for 10 bucks. Oh, yeah, I hated this one. I couldn't bet it. I'll, I'll lean the Brewers with you, but, yeah, it seems totally trappish. Yeah, t- I listen, Toronto seemed like a trap yesterday, and they covered. They, they, they won that one. But, yeah, this, se- this seems awful. Mikolas is just is pitching like garbage out there. Uh, I'm leading Milwaukee, but I can't bet it. All right, last game up for me. We'll rip your proverbial Band-Aid off. The Mets are at the Phillies taking on Philadelphia, who actually won another game against the Braves yesterday. So they've got to be feeling really good beating who we presume to be the back-to-back World Series champions. The Phillies have caught fire in the second half, much like they did last year. And part of that has to do with their pitching. Ranger Suarez taking the mound for the Phils, going against David Peterson, who has not been as effective this year as he was last year. And that's why I'm willing to eat this chalk. Usually at a minus 170, I really want to run line it because the Mets have been playing some pretty competitive baseball. But I do think the Phillies are going to win this one. So I'll eat the 170 and put my money on the fighting Phils. Listen, I've been on the Mets the last couple of days against the Fish, and the Mets have been producing and playing spoiler for the Fish. And I think the Mets are going to be competitive here today as well. Uh, I think Peterson has been pitching better as of late. Uh, so Suarez, though, I give him a lot of credit. I shit on Ranger Suarez, and he's been pitching uh, really well. So I I think the value's on the Mets here. Do I think they win this one? Probably not, but uh, the value's on the Mets. I'm going to lean New York. That's it. Two games for me, so you just lean. Kingdom. What else? Uh, not much. Let's uh, let's head to Chicago, where the Cubs fucked us over yesterday, uh, and it's probably gonna fuck me over again today. Uh, tough one, man, because I actually like uh, the pitching matchup with uh, Oviedo and how he's pitching for the Pirates lately. Um, Hendricks not been dominant. Uh, he's he's a he's a pretty damn good pitcher. It's a little bit chalky. I just think the Cubs pull this one out today. It's a ten dollar bet on the Cubs. Yeah, I just got scared off of this because of Justin Steele's shit in the bed yesterday. Pirates put up double-digit runs. Like, it just, that just kind of stuck me in the side, man. Just, like, pierced my side. Oviedo has been pitching well. Um, Hendricks is serviceable for what the Cubs are right now. But it was a little too chalky. I probably lean the Pirates here, but I'm off that game. All right, and then... Time to double dip, uh, kind of. They're, they're, they're still in California. They, they beat Los Angeles, the Dodgers yesterday. Now they're in Oakland. Tariq Skubal on the mound. I made money betting him last time. I'm going to make money betting on him again. It's chalky as shit, but almost, I would argue, not chalky enough. $10 bet on the Detroit Tigres. I listen, I like Skubal. I like the Tigers way more than we do the A's. Is it the A's or the Angels are playing? Uh, did I say the A's? I'm uh, the, uh, the Angels. They're playing the A's. Yeah, they're playing. They're Oakland. playing the A's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're playing, yeah that, that's what I thought. So, in any case, Detroit on the road minus plus. Are you kidding me? No, there's fuck no, no way. I I no, think Detroit it's, wins. It's, it's not. It's not two hundred. I don't have two. Oh, I, I saw two hundred at three o'clock this morning. Minus one seventy eight. I think. Well, let, me, let me. If it's minus two hundred, I might be fucked here. But um, I can get minus one seventy five. Yeah, minus 175. No, nope. nope, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Still fucking up. Maybe a minus 140. 
maybe. But no, on the road, and I get it, they've been better on the road than they have at home. But no, Oakland has kind of been playing better than they did to start the season. They've got some young players who are, you know, trying really hard. They want to make the team. But minus 175, hell no. I'll give you more sport. I think the Tigers win, but I'm not eating that kind of chalk on Detroit. Well, we're going to have to eat that chalk, I guess, for the DJ and Parlay. I'll throw the Tigers in there. Um, the Brewers. And let's see. We kind of kind of disagreed. Mets, Phillies. Uh, Cubs. You want to pick just a random game? You want to pick the Braves minus 250? Against the Nationals? Uh, oh. sure. All right. Shitty parlay. Let's see. Detroit minus 175, Milwaukee minus 104, Atlanta minus 250. That parlay is going to play 331. That'll do it for us on this Thursday. Jam-packed Thursday. Thir- uh, Thursday Night Football, NCAA football bets and baseball bets. And uh, lots of welcomes to DGENs joining our Discord. Panther, take us home. All right. Well, again, for all you Reddit users that joined, thank you so much. Uh, this is more than just a Discord channel. I know you guys were on Reddit and the topic was Discord, but primarily it is a podcast. The Discord is kind of like the second thing so everybody can talk about it. And that's what you can do. You can tell your friends. You can tell your other Reddit users about our Discord channel. Have them come in and join the asylum. Shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.